not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? Well, it is that time of year again, Tori. We have just entered in October. So you know what that means. Um... I turned 26? Well, yes. Actually, there's a lot of birthdays uh, this month in my life. <laughs> in the people in my life. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were naming them off and there's a lot. Yeah, there is. But, I mean, yes, birthdays, but also it's the one special time of year where we can start putting out our Christmas decorations. <laughs> you do that and you die. Oh, well, then how about Thanksgiving? No. Uh, Columbus Day? What? No. I mean, that is technically next week. Technically, but no. Ah, well, um, how about... Spooky, spooky time. <laughs> yes, Halloween, people. Halloween. I'm sure you all knew that, but I like to joke around and mostly get a reaction out of Tori. You do love the reactions. Yeah, it's pretty priceless. If only this was like a video podcast. The only <laughs> podcast would be a video, but you know what I meant. If it was a video, you guys could see her, like, I hate you face sometimes, and it's really funny. My glare, my roll of the eyes. Basically, and speaking of rolling of eyes, welcome back to Tales of Grim, everyone. <laughs> this is your host. I have no idea how those two would have connected, but sure. Yeah, but this is your host, Tyler. And I'm Tori. And for this week's episode, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite scary short films that we've made in the past. So, uh, Tori, do you want to kick it off with your favorite short film that we've made? No. Oh. <laughs> um. I I don't know if I really have one. I mean... Ooh, my heart's breaking a little bit. <laughs> all of them are my favorite in the way that, like, we did them, and it's something to be proud of, and it's our projects. But it's like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to choose between all of them. You sound like a parent when someone goes, Which one's your favorite kid? I love all my kids equally. <laughs> oh, shut up. But deep down, you know, there's a favorite. Closet. There we that go. That has to be, I don't know, trying to go through them and I'm like, closet. Closet was really fun. I think closet was, it was one of the first short films that we did, like back in SF. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones that we've done so far. I will say that every time we do a short film, I love being able to put in my opinion of or my two cents into what would look good on camera. And I remember specifically when my hand or the demon's hand comes out of the closet, that slow like putting one finger down at a time, kind of like rolling them on the glass. Like, I remember that was my idea, and you're just like, oh, that's really good. 
Actor's choice. <laughs> well, you could have also nixed it because you were the director. True. Yeah. I mean, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know Tori is my main actor in like all my scary short films that I've <laughs> I've done in the past, <laughs> primarily. But yeah, the closet was probably I think our creepiest one that we've done. Too bad it was on such a crappy camera. <laughs> I think that's definitely one that I would want to expand on, as well as, like, possibly just redo. Like, I feel like that would be, like, really good. Yeah. I, I think that's something we could probably get to in a later date and time. Maybe give it an actual script instead of a two-minute treatment. Yeah. Yeah, longer film. It'd be great. You know, I am very sad, because every year we do the 15-second film challenge. And we found out this year they're not doing it. It made me very sad. Because last year we did super good. We got like three awards on our film. Was that Loop? No. No, Loop did not do good. Oh, that, that was Home Early. Yeah, Home Early we got the awards. We've made three 15-second films. The first one being Wine or Die. And that little 15-second film, Tori's character is cooking basically dinner for me. But then you see, like, a shot of, like, a poison bottle, and then as we're eating, um, Tori's the one that ends up poisoning herself and kills herself on purpose. Our second film was called Loop, which was Tori stuck in an endless loop. She would go out the front door and come out of the hallway, and then eventually she tries to reverse it, and then a hand comes out and grabs her face. And then the last one was Home Early, which was... My character comes home from work early to find his loving girlfriend in a kill room in the living room with, like, plastic all over everything and a person tied up to a chair <laughs> covered in blood and has a sack over their head. And her only line is, ha, you're home early. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one that Yoshi kind of helped on, didn't he? Yoshi did help us on that one. And uh, we got three awards and we made it in the top ten in actually quite a few categories. We did? Yeah. So I wanted this year, I wanted to be uh, number one, but it got canceled and I'm very sad. It did. Yeah. Which is a bummer because there is literally thousands of entries in this competition. And I mean, that, that was pretty awesome to make it in the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> I had some good ideas of like films that we could do as well. Yeah. I remember when you sent me like a couple uh, ideas and I was like "Ooh, we'll have to save that for this year but now we're gonna have to but you put them to use next year or just make them for fun ourselves yeah make them for fun actually you know what I was thinking we should do like 15 to 30 second short films but like for like TikTok or something since when you post TikTok like you have the option of doing like either a 15 second video a one minute video or a three minute video and we've been getting a couple thousand views on our stuff on our TikTok? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, you know? Well, those are also more of your ghost stories, aren't they? <laughs> That's true. Although I did post, uh, I think I posted Loop on on it. Really? Yeah. That one uh, got a few hundred, I think, last time I checked. Not bad, not bad. We need to put some more of, like, the forest on there as well. Yeah. With you, me, and Peretti. Oh, we haven't done that in a while. I know. But you two are freaking hilarious when you're together. Yes. <laughs> I love Tyler. <laughs> Not, I mean, myself, yes, but my, my other friend, Tyler Peretti, which is a nice little shout out for him if he ever listens to this. Probably not, but <laughs> he's not a fan of scary stuff. Even though we're kind of more of a comedy horror, <laughs> realistically. 
Very true. I feel like our intro needs to change a little bit as well, since it's like more focused on scary stuff, but like we do a lot of silly things and laugh a lot on this podcast. I mean, no problem with that. We yeah. literally do like reviews and we like talk about uh, like urban legends and SCPs and scary stuff that happens to us. Yeah. But it's always lighthearted. It's never supposed to be really creepy. Like it gives you nightmares or anything. Yeah, it's definitely not like No Sleep or um, Disturbed, which is another podcast I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Going back to short films. Which one is your favorite? Well, we're not going to talk about Cree because we had a whole episode on Cree. And everyone knows our opinions on that one. <laughs> Would you really count that as a short film, though? It is a short film, yes. Short films are typically anything under, like, 30 minutes. Okay, fine. Yeah. How long was Cree? Cree was 12 minutes. Hmm. 11, something like that. Felt longer because of how long we were filming for filmed through the entire night god that was a nightmare yeah love and hate that but going off of Cree, it was inspired from my very first horror film i created myself which was the one to go and that was me and my friends doing a found footage thing hiking in the uh <laughs> in the uh what was it the uh round valley i think it was in east bay we just completely ended up nixing the script and just had fun while we did it. And it did not come out great. <laughs> I love to make fun of that movie and uh, post it to my friends <laughs> or tag it my friends <laughs> in it every now and again. But, uh, yeah. Although one thing I appreciate is that Logan did a great job on the poster for it. For our crate? No, that was Nick. Um, for Wendigo, Logan made a poster for it back when we, uh, we first filmed that one. Oh. Yeah, and it was very nice. Let's see, my friends and I also did this short film called Endure, which was um, <laughs> one of my other first projects, and that was with a young Tyler, and then my friends Sufian and David, and then uh, Nick and Curtis, and I think Spencer helped with like sound and everything, but literally in this film, it was, uh, it starts off with someone hi with Sufian hiding under the bed. And all of a sudden, like, the door opens and you see these footsteps walking in front of the bed. And then it walks out and then he comes out of the room trying to get out of the house. And then he ends up seeing David, who broke in. And then Sufian, like, bolts downstairs to the front door. And as he gets the door open, um, he turns around. David, like, punches him in the face. And he wakes up tied up in the garage. And David gave this entire, like, impromptu speech, like, right on the spot about how... He was doing this for fun, and he's just like, I'm just going to toy with you a bit until I get what I want out of you. And then once I'm done with that, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, because literally that was just kind of the idea. I end up mixing a lot of the scripts I write. Like, I write full scripts for some reason, but then I always kind of like actor choice more. It's more enjoyable for some reason. Yeah, I feel like it's fun to know, like, what your actors are thinking in the scene and doing that impromptu, but... At some points, like, you do kind of need a script. Like, yeah. in our last film that we did, like, that dinner scene, I feel like we needed to go off of a script. The film Tori's talking about is uh, one that's going to be coming out shortly called Date Night. Um, I'm currently editing that one. I'm going to submit it to some festivals, which is going to be fun. But we had this whole scene where we're sitting at the table talking, and I don't want to spoil it too much because it's not released yet. 
But we decided to kind of improvise that, but keep the dialogue for the rest of the stuff. It basically turns out to be a very awkward date night. I feel like that works. That's like most first dates, though. It fits. Yeah, but there were times when I literally like ran through what we were supposed to talk about. And I'm like, shoot, what else can we talk about? What can I do to fill this time? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Actually, though, I did enjoy the awkward silences. And I think it does kind of add to the film a little bit. The one interesting. Yeah, the one issue I had with it was editing and having to cut certain shots because of <laughs> we would grab we had glasses of wine that we were drinking while we were filming and having like this conversation in the film and we kept grabbing the wine at different parts so it was very hard to edit shots and cut in between Tori Tori and I and a couple other shots cuz <laughs> There were scenes where we were holding the wine glass and scenes where we weren't holding the wine glass, so it just made it a very difficult editing challenge. And then the levels of the wine as well. I tried not to drink as much, but we only had so much. Yeah, well, it's not like we chugged it and got it to the bottom or anything, you know? Yeah, but it was still to amount that you could visibly see the difference. And you even said that it kind of ruined one of the takes. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. But overall, though, I'm excited to finish this one. Um, I think it's going to be pretty fun for the most part. And we'll see how it comes out. Still got to color correct and do the sound design. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember the first night? Yes, I do. And how we had a whole plan of having, like, Seven, seven different actors, like myself included, Stephanie is in this film. And you have this whole planned out, like, idea of it being, like, seven nights into, like, one and, like, one serial killer. Yeah. Uh, yes, I had a whole thing planned out for that. And then... Unfortunately, actors started to move away, because this was in college at the time. People graduated. And then I got busy because I started working full-time, and it just made me sad because I never completed it. And then we ended up filming the second night with Nick and I, but something happened to the memory card where all the footage got erased. Oh, no. Yeah, I think... Or I lost it or something like that. Basically something happened where I no longer had the footage. And then it just made me really sad and I didn't want to film anymore. It's so sad. It was very sad. I thought we just didn't make the rest of it because everyone was moving away. Well, I mean, there's that. But, um, but <laughs> I forgot about the memory. The second part of the, fil- or the short film series was called The Second Night. So it was first night, second night, third night. And the idea, like Tori was saying, that each night, the this, this serial killer goes off and tries to kill seven different people. And in the second night, it was going to be entirely in first person through the point of view of the killer. And I remember Nick and I had some had a lot of fun doing it. And Weren't they each supposed to be like a deadly sin? Yeah, there was kind of something that correlated with the seven sin, but it wasn't necessarily that the person represented it, but there was some type of theme that involved that person. Mm-hmm. Which, I had Stephanie B. Sloth. 
Well, I mean, she was like passed out on the couch, and that ended up being her downfall. Cause lazy. Yeah, I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. One film that I'm really sad that we didn't get to finish was the one with me, Justin, and I think Jude. Yep. We filmed, like, what, two scenes? And I still have the pictures of me, like, bloodied. I still have, like, the shirt that's all ripped, the pants, all of that stuff. God, but then we couldn't finish it because, again, everyone was moving away because it was our last year of college. Yeah, and we ended up filming it right before winter break. And then... People went on winter break, and then, um, you know, we never rehearsed it after that, so then people forgot the lines, and then, again, I got busy with work, because at this point I was working full-time. It was really saddening, actually. I was really bummed about that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually a couple films I never got to finish that I've always wanted to do. Oh, and then the other one was when Mario moved away. We wrote this whole script. We were about to film it, and then he got sick, so we had to push off the date. And then we had another day scheduled, and then a few days before, he goes, so I just moved, and I was like, ugh, okay. <laughs> I've run into a lot of bad timing in my filmmaking career. Well, we just need to uh, stockpile all of those ideas, and we can make them in the future. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Hopefully, once we get an actual house, we can uh, have more room to do stuff, invite more people over so they can be actors as well as me. Right. <laughs> so I know. More It'd people be nice are to dying. have more actors, honestly. <laughs> so I'm not the only one dying in your films. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of my favorite ones was Malice, which um, also I want to say did pretty good in one of the festivals. It was supposed to be put on Amazon Prime, actually. Was it? Yeah. I forgot about that. When the guy reached out to me, he was like, hey, you know, we want to put it on our channel for Amazon Prime. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. He goes, cool, I'm going to send you the details soon. And then he never sent me anything. And then I got really sad. Damn. Yeah. But that one was, uh, Tori and I filmed that when we were in Vermont, actually. <laughs> we took a night when we were on vacation. And we decided to make a little scary short film in our Airbnb. And it came out pretty good. You know, we had this whole thing where Tori is being stalked by, like, this demon. And um, at the end of the film, she ends up getting possessed. And, like, her eyes go all black and stuff. But it, it was a good one. I, at least I thought it was fun. I mean, it was definitely fun. But that also transferred Into here. back here as well. Yeah. Yes, it did. We decided to do um, a two-part thing where the first half was filmed in Vermont. And then it goes to, like, a few months later. And it's in Tori's current place. And her dealing with the uh, post- traumatic stress of uh being haunt like haunted and attacked by demons and then at the end she gets possessed but it was fun it was definitely a lot of fun filming that yeah so really no favorite out of all those you know i could just go on and say that each one has a special place in my heart <laughs> which is true but i think the closet overall has to be my favorite because that was one of the first films that you and I filmed together. That's true. We also did another short film for one of my classes, which I forgot about. But that one was where um, 
there was like a serial killer in the house and Stephanie was the killer in that one. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I ever posted it on YouTube or anything. Basically all these films we've been talking about are on YouTube also. Search up uh, Tales of Grimm on YouTube and you can find all of them. Oh, I barely remember that one. Yeah, there were two films I did for in film school that were like shorts. There was one um, which actually scared a lot of people, but it was a uh, it was in San Francisco and in our tiny little shack of an apartment. <laughs> and basically, there was a serial killer messing with Tori, and then you know all the normal stereotypical stuff. And then it was Stephanie wearing this like dummy mask. Oh, like the big cheeks. Yeah, and there's a scene where, like, Tori hears, like, banging on the door, and then she opens the front door, and then when she closes it, you see Stephanie in the background. And I remember when I showed that to my film class, a lot of people actually screamed on that one. Yeah. What? Yeah, I actually scared a lot of people in the class, because we, and that one, we put it up on, like, the big projector screens. So, and we were all sitting in, like, that movie theater-style classroom, so it was really cool. It was not a great film at all, and it had so many stereotypes in terms of the horror genre, but it was just me well, just... of course. Yeah, it was just me playing around with, well, how many scary things can I do in a row to freak people out? And it worked. I don't remember the name of it, though. You know, neither do I, but like I said, I barely remember it. Like, I kind of do, but I don't know. I think it was called... No, it was called Home Alone. Or no, Alone. Just Alone. I wonder if we can find it somewhere. Maybe. But yeah, on that note, uh, if anyone's listening and wants to check out our um, little short films, like I said, Tales of Grimm on YouTube. And I think I'm going to call an episode. Do you have any final notes? Not really. Just follow us and... Tell your friends. Tell your family. <laughs> Help us get this uh, word of mouth podcast out there. Well, not just this podcast, but our videos as well. Like Ty said, we are going to be posting a video soon, and hopefully we can be posting more videos as well in the future. Yeah, and overall, the reason we do like the videos and the podcast isn't necessarily the notoriety. It's more of a, because we don't have any, it's more <laughs> of a, I've always wanted to entertain people and scare them and have fun. So that's why we do this podcast. That's why we do these short films. It's mostly just to entertain. So I want to thank you guys as the audience so much. And we'll see you guys next week. See ya.